Welcome to the first podcast of The Slowdown with me, Kim Nelson, a writer and creative meditation teacher. I'm based in Antwerp in Belgium and Marianne, who's the other co-host, is an essential oil educator and she's based 3,000 miles away in Canada, for God's sakes. (laughs) Yes, Toronto, Canada. Yes, distance is irrelevant when you're passionate about a topic like slowing down. Absolutely. Um, Yes, what's brought us together is this theme of slowing down. Uh, We're both experienced in the art of relaxation, having previously done many workshops together when Marianne used to live in Antwerp. And um, basically, basically, slowing down is not as easy as it used to be. Uh, It used to be you just whack on the kettle, have a nice cup of hot cocoa and uh, yeah, you're done. You're sleepy and you go to bed. Unfortunately, that is not the case. I think we're a population of overstimulation now. Indeed. Indeed, for sure. Which is why we are here and we hope that our listeners will gain a new appreciation for slowing down and in doing so discover a little bit about themselves that they didn't know before. So over to you, Mariam. So today's topic is slowing down for sleep. Um, Sleep is such an important thing in our lives. We need it to regenerate and recuperate from the previous day. Um, It helps us to re-energize ourselves and um, helps our organs and ourselves to um, renew themselves and it's just so important that we gain um, a good sound deep sleep so we're here to talk about sleep so um, I'm gonna ask Kim if she has any input about how to gain a good deep sleep Indeed, I do. And you know what? Last night, um, I had had plans to cook dinner, have some friends round, but it's been a really chaotic last two weeks. And I felt my body was just really screaming at me to just like, you know, take some time for yourself. Slow down. Um, (laughs) Indeed, indeed. And um, I actually just said to friends, look, um, I explained the situation. They were like, no, 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 God, that's fine. You know, you need to, you know, and I hope there are more people like that who are, you know, understanding about the things that, you know, about slowing down because we often go through with arrangements because we think we should, but our mm-hmm. body is actually saying no. Right. Um, so I had, I had an early night last night, but, um, usually, um, I would do a lot of meditation, hence being a meditation teacher. Mm-hmm. My children would do meditation. There's this great book called um, Pants of Peace, and oh. um, it's got 52 meditations for children, but actually it's brilliant for um, adults as well. And I'll read a section of it um, towards the end of this podcast because <laughs> it's just so good. Okay. Um, Could you let us know who the author is as well, just so that listeners have um, a reference? Indeed, the author is Marnetta Viegas. Okay. 
Yes, but I'll go back to that bit later. But um, I have to say, um, my bed to bedtime routine usually, um, as we're talking about sleep, is to switch off the phones. I switch off all electronics, and usually it's a good three or four hours before bed, and just wind down, read a book, just and also my children as well we just all read books and we just slow down I might have like a hot lemon with me um, I might have a few almonds almonds are very good for um, getting to sleep quicker or have a banana that's also very good um, and just get into preparation for sleep yeah I think it's really important to mention that um, a lot of us on a, on a day-to-day basis don't have a sleep routine we just hope that we can jump into bed and that's it sleep will come and I think we need to let our bodies we need to signal to our bodies that it's time to slow down and so um, an amazing way to do that is to have some sort of routine where your body and your mind know that it's time to you know calm down slow down switch off a little bit and um, turning off electronics and not having screen time right before bed. A lot of people work from their phone, so they're in bed working and then they hope to put their phone down or their laptop down at the side of their bed and just nod off to sleep. And um, often that's not the case because we all know that with this whole um, rise in blue light and how it affects our mind and our eyes, it's just so important to, to be away from that at least a few hours before going to sleep and then yeah signaling not stimulating yourself so having a coffee before bed or having chocolate or foods that are going to send your blood sugar reeling um, is really important as well so having that routine of 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 using drinks hot drinks or warm drinks that are going to going to calm the system like chamomile tea or green tea or honey and lemon or or for some people that's a warm glass of milk and having that as part of your bedtime routine is so important Um, and then also other things to do with sleep hygiene like keeping your room at a moderate temperature and having it dark enough for you to fall asleep and stay asleep and having covers that are not too hot and um, we discussed this before but I think in North America it's a huge thing now Um, a new trend is to have a weighted blanket and so that has proven or has been shown to help people have a deeper sleep because the the weight of the blanket helps you feel secure and less um, fidgety and um, gives you that opportunity to fall into a deeper sleep because you're not moving around here and waking up every time you turn over. So that's also something that people could look into if they're finding that they're rolling over and waking up every two minutes it might be exactly. a, a great way to um, look into how to get a deeper sleep because of course you want your sleep to be restorative you don't want to, to wake up feeling tired and drained you want to wake up feeling energized and ready to take on the rest of the day and um, I just recently saw a podcast by Dr Chatterjee um, he had someone on there who said who believes that breathing through your nose allows you to have a deeper more restorative sleep because when you wake up and your mouth is dry and you're like gasping for kind of air it it's not fulfilling your sleep needs and so there's this new thing with plasters to put over your mouth and I'm not sure how I feel about that but 
Um, I don't know if I'd be willing to give it a try right now because I feel like it might. I might feel like I'm being gagged, but um, yeah. But they did try it out on the podcast, and it actually looked okay. It didn't look like you would feel panicked or um, or in fear of not being able to breathe. And I think maybe that's a really important thing to think about when you're sleeping: is are you breathing through your nose or do you breathe through your mouth? And are you waking up with like a dry mouth and um, I think there's so many things to think about when it comes to sleep, which we often just neglect. And um, if we want to lead like fulfilled and energized lives, we really have to look at our sleep pattern. We do. And you know what? The breathing, um, a lot of people wonder why they can't go to sleep because they've been looking at their phones and they've been doing something quite active, which means their heart rate, their breaths per minute is uh, much higher and it's going to yeah. make going to sleep um, a lot harder yeah focusing on the breath before going to sleep even even counting the breath mm-hmm. like you used to do with sheep when when you were a child and um, really slow down the breath you've got a great breathing exercise haven't you yeah you I've been um, I've been using Erin Stutland's box breath and she has a great um, app with a lot of meditations called the movement and she has the box breath and I think it's just such an amazing way to visualize like the in and the out breath as a box and it, it almost goes back to counting sheep right because you're concentrating on drawing that shape with your breath and slowing down the breath and the in is longer than the out and I think with when you combine the two you I've noticed that I fall asleep much quicker than I would had if I'm just laying there and doing slow deep breathing um so that's a, a great tool for people to check out if they want to and even I guess even if you typed in box breath into YouTube you would probably find an abundance of, of videos to follow along with or follow along too yeah definitely um i mean i listen to spotify jason stevenson is a great meditation teacher if you love creative visualizations he does amazing ones about changing your life um visualizing letting go visualizing even going to the moon some people like that bit science fiction uh that's really lovely to do and i do that quite often actually yeah i think the last time we talked about sleep when we did a physical slowdown in antwerp we also talked about the the fact that sleep is no longer ritualized we don't have this sleep ritual and um i don't know if you want to mention anything about that because i think you you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about it when we were together um and i think it's really important that we make sleep sacred again (laughs) indeed remind me what i was saying (laughs) so i think you had this whole thing that we you know we tend to not look at sleep as a ritual we just um hope that we are going to jump into bed and sleep off oh you were saying that some people thrive off or say that they thrive off four hours of sleep and and yeah. it also becomes this competition of of oh I can I can get by on just two hours of sleep and do we really get by on two hours of sleep or will it catch up with us later and we we've we've um we don't emphasize the importance of sleep enough anymore and we don't make going to sleep a ritual like we make other things a ritual that we do like self-care and 
um, the you know, morning routine friends and your morning routine, but we never ritualize um, sleep. And so I don't know if you want to say anything about your sleep ritual or what you feel about that. Or, uh, it might be nice to hear. The, the main thing for me is is switching off because um, disconnecting is so important. And actually, I was reading the other day, you know, we always talk about unplug disconnection. And now we've got untouchable days. Yeah. And these are where uh, people are just fed up with being constantly pinged by text messages. Mm-hmm. And they're actually switching off for days Mm-hmm. So maybe um, one day a week, perhaps, maybe two days a week. And uh, maybe some people out there are going, oh, that's not even, that can't be possible. Um, yeah, but- I think I've, sorry, I just wanted to interrupt and say a, a big one that I've heard recently is social media free Sundays. And I think that 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 is definitely a big thing with families, right? Because you want to spend time with the people that you're with rather than have a phone in your hand. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and I think it's all part of getting back to self, connecting with yourself. And if you connect with yourself more, I think you're going to get better sleep. Yeah, I think that's so important. For me as well, I try to at least an hour or two before bed to put my phone away. And um, I recently told you that I deactivated Facebook off my phone and um i try my hardest to hands-free parent so when the kids are around be more mindful of of their them being in the room and not that i have a phone in my hand and that's kind of led on to um when nils comes home from work that we're not we're mindful of of each other's company and that we're present with one another because we've both had separate days and it's nice to catch up without any kind of interruption and so that has kind of led on to not having the phone in the evenings and I, it's just so liberating to not have have to keep checking on um you know what's going on and it comes back to that fear of missing out right that we often yeah. want to know what other people are doing so that we don't feel like we're missing out and so for me a big part of sleep is to put away the phones at least two hours before bedtime and I try not to watch movies or netflix or whatever right before bed and and if i have watched something late then just trying to give myself some time to um to wind down and breathe and connect again with self and mind and body and and making sure that i'm present in the moment and then and then um getting into bed and making sure that my bedroom is a sacred space for for sleep and 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 intimacy because i think we've changed our bedrooms into being this multi-functional room of people have tvs in there some people have a desk for their office in there some people work from their bed you're on your phone and and to me it was really interesting because i listened to a podcast and um a really striking thing that the person said i can't remember the person's name <laughs> but it was like when you're on the when, when you are on the phone in your bed when you when you have a a partner it's like inviting other people into your bed and you wouldn't do that yeah, normally right. so why no, you do that's that true. so that's and it true. was really it was really interesting to i can't think of who said it but i'll i'll have to see if i can find the link for that but i think for me as well it's to make sure the phone's not in the bedroom and going back to a good old-fashioned alarm clock so that um we don't have that temptation of having the phone as an alarm and then when you wake up you turn your phone on and you start scrolling and um also before oh, I bed. Don't do that. 
really. Yeah. But uh, you have to test the alarm clocks because I did that. I got an alarm clock and it was so noisy. The TikTok <laughs> was so noisy and I had to get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, but going back to, you mentioned Netflix. Yeah. That is a killer for sleep. You yeah. know, it's always like if you're watching a series, one more. I'll just one, more. one more. Yeah. Yeah. The binge yeah. watching. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Disaster so, for sleep. I'd love but to... I also have to mention essential oils. Yeah. Uh, essential oil that I, I use um, most nights, actually. I have a dab of lavender oil on, my, on the soles of my feet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's usually the lavender, the smell that I will, will use. It's oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, I think smell is so. Yeah, it's and smell is so evocative. It it signals certain things, right? So if you're using that particularly for sleep, once you're once you start using it, your body knows. Okay, this is time. This is that time. It's that time again. And so then you kind your body starts to prepare for for sleep, and that could be with anything really. Um, but lavender is amazing. I love to use a lot of grounding oils that come from trees and roots because um, because of their calming and grounding effect. I mean, if you look at trees, they're so rooted and grounded and present in the moment. Um, so things like frankincense and cedarwood and um, vetiver, they're all amazing oils for sleep. And I, I also love lavender. And I think my kids as well, we, we have that routine of putting on the diffuser and then applying it to our feet and our backs and and it helps the body to to know what's what's coming next and um it's a great way and a great tool to use um in order to help you have uh um a more connected and deeper sleep i think for sure but you know another thing that is um helping people to slow down are these sound baths have you ever done one no I haven't. So um, it's using Tibetan bowls and people will lie down and there'll be a teacher with Tibetan, different ranges of Tibetan bowls, maybe even crystal bowls. And there are certain sounds that really connect to the heart space. Mm -hmm. And it just sends you into a deep sort of um, sleep mode. And um, some places, like a few months ago, they did one in Antwerp in the church. It was all nighter. It was all night of doing Tibetan bowls, crystal bowls, a bit of classical music, and it was eight till seven in the morning or something like that. You didn't go. Oh, I I tried to, but they um, they were limited spaces. I would have loved that, but apparently it was very cold. Okay. Yes. I can imagine that. Oh, that sounds awesome, actually. I think I would be, I would definitely love to try that. I think, I think you have to try lots of different things to find your happy medium. And that could be a combination of meditation, deep breathing and, and essential oils. It might just, just be essential oils. It might be a warm drink. It might be a hot bath. I don't think you have to play around with what works for you because obviously everyone's an indiv- everyone has an individual need. Um, but for me, it's really important to have that restorative sleep because I have two children who have who are energized. Me. So if I don't have <laughs> if I don't have that sleep, if I don't have that, if I don't have good sleep, I really feel it the next day, um, and I find that I'm snappy, a bit snappier than normal. That my you know I'd find it harder to cope with certain situations, and so sleep is really the foundation of well-being, I believe. 
Oh yes, for sure. It's um, it's a improving quality of life. If you don't have good sleep, then the quality of life is is not going to be as good, unfortunately. Absolutely. But um, I'm always looking at other things like to help slow down. And I, I know that um, I've got a friend of mine who um, her her computer password is breathe. Otherwise, oh, she'll forget yeah, to do breathing. We, we don't realize how how important that is as well. That's a whole different topic. <laughs> um, yes, yes, indeed it is. Um, do you um, want just wrapping up? Would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about what's to come with um, the one minute slowdown and then what you're up yes. with this event? Yes. So, uh, for the next podcast, we are bringing a one minute slowdown. And this is based on the fact, you know, we're so busy. And but I think most people can afford one minute. So I'm off to the Mindful Living show in London on Friday. And uh, my intention is to interrupt the experts and say, look, uh, can I stop you for one minute? And before they can say no, I'm going to ask them for their tips for slowing down. That's awesome. And and actually, everyone, everyone looked, has a minute. <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, well, actually, I've looked at the list of speakers that are going to be there. I'm going to speak to the organizer of the, um, of the show. Mm-hmm. And then I found out my old meditation teacher um, is going to be there, unfortunately we don't really get on she kicked me off the course 16 years ago when i was <laughs> i was trying to get into meditation uh, i was living in london i was a party girl and um this course i was doing in meditation was sunday morning so it was a disaster and it was other wow. side of london so quite often i was late being late, late for hungry. meditation cl- yeah <laughs> meditation class is a no-no yeah. And she used to get really annoyed, and then oh. after that, she kicked me off. So I'm oh, going to see her again. Yeah. <laughs> see what the connection is like now, because obviously you're not like that anymore. <laughs> no, no, I'm totally different. I hope she will speak to me, but she's one of them that I want to speak to awesome. at the show. Yes. So in the future, we'll be bringing you a one-minute slowdown from different experts in their field, and we'll be talking about all things um, related to well-being, um, sleep, stress, anxiety, creativeness, um, breathing, you name it, we're going to talk about it. So We totally are. <laughs> we hope that you'll keep listening and following um, the slowdown and we're going to be bringing you some tips and tricks to help you slow down a bit more in your day-to-day living. And we're also going to bring in some of the quirky things we've heard. Like um, the other day I heard about this app called We Croak and oh, it yeah. has all these quotes to, uh, which are related to death and living and um, you, you get five death quotes a day and it's made make it's in the intention is to make you live more mindfully and to slow down so i downloaded it i'm not really an app fan but i thought oh this is interesting and the first quote was quite uplifting really it was one by helen keller i can't quite remember um, the exact quote but then um, I checked it in the evening before bed I never usually do that I don't know but I was tempted by we croak and the quote was you are going to die which 
Oh my god, woke me up. Um, it it really made. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, but then I realised in my tired state, I read it wrong. It was more like um, at some point you're going to die, which is a little bit softer, I guess. But um, yeah, that's one to experiment with if you're into that kind of thing. That's um, not something that I would love, but I think people might be interested in taking a peek at that. Um, And at that point, I'm going to say, I hope you guys, wherever you are, get a very deep and restorative sleep tonight. But I'm going to stop you there because I did say I was going to read a little extract from my Pants of Peace book. Okay, I'm just going to read a very short bit, bit, bit about this book. It's got 52 meditations and this one is called bubble of power breathe in and breathe out breathe in and breathe out imagine you were in your own bubble of power this is a very safe place in this bubble of power you are safe and protected it is also a special place where you can come to build strength and power It only takes a few minutes to build up enough power to last a very long time and help you manage lots of different situations. Sit comfortably in your bubble of power. How does it feel? Do you feel safe? This is your own personal space. And I'll end it there. Did you fall asleep, Mariam? No, I'm just just picturing the power of bubble. Um, Yeah. And with that, we'll say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Till next time. Until next time.